Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. It's Coach TF, and uh, just wanted to have a conversation with you on this uh, beautiful little rainy morning after a nice walk uh, with a buddy of mine, uh, Sharon from TELUS. We were in this dialogue talking about just the evolution of the real estate industry from a sales and marketing standpoint over the last couple of years. And, and basically, the message went you know, something like this. Generating leads is easy. All the money is in conversion. All the money is in conversion. Like generating leads, like think about it, like the, the cost to generate a, a potential client today, I don't think has ever been cheaper than it is right now. And, and whether that is um, text messaging your own database, right? Sending an email to your own database. Um, you know, hey, anybody curious about the value of their home, right? Uh, 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 sending a video like to someone that you know saying, you know, hey Tom, I was uh, walking by your house the other day and uh, you know, we just sold one down the street for two million bucks, which means your home has now got to be worth about 2.5 million. Just, you know, just sending a little video like that, um, buying leads from Zillow, Realtor, Trulia, running Facebook ads, my goodness, like, um, you know, we are doing some stuff over at Geographic Farm where we're generating, you know, Facebook seller leads at like a dollar to five dollars. Like it's ridiculous in terms of, how low the cost is to, to generate interest, right? Like so many people are interested in buying and selling real estate. The cost to generate is ridiculously, ridiculously, ridiculously low. Yet all the money is in what? All the money's in conversion, everybody. Like that's the game. Like all the money is when you are doing the follow-up. All the money is in priming the prospect uh, priming the potential client before you show up so they're a yes before you get there and then all the money is in making an effective presentation and knowing you know the five six questions that every single person's going to ask before they sign with you like so think about it like if I were to challenge you right now and I'm just kind of just kind of ranting here like um, beautiful Sunday morning after a nice long walk uh, raining with my buddy Sharon and just you know enjoying the cold i know for all my northeasters you're like screw you fairy like enjoying the cold like it's you know it's 50 here and it's like minus 10 where you are i get it um but in this great dialogue like we were talking about let's take like an easy one what are the five to six questions that every seller asks you every time you show up what are the five to six questions every seller asks you before you show up I mean, once you identify those, what up, Chase Costello? Good to see you, buddy. Top of the morning to you and Mario and David and Michael and so many people saying good morning. I appreciate that. What are the five to six questions? So let's just look at some of the obvious ones. Like, you know, how many homes have you sold in my area? Uh, what are you going to do differently to get my home sold? Um, you know, can you show me your proof of success, your track record? Like, you know, we're looking for some of that trust. Um, we've got a friend in the business. Another agent said they can get us more money. Another agent said they do it for less. Another agent is the local area expert, right? So I know for some of you razzing me saying it's cold. Um, but think about it. Like there's only five, six, seven questions. And, and part of me is thinking two things. First, if I'm going, you know, after a new client and, and I'm looking to, I'm looking to ultimately create a relationship where I can serve them not just once in the sale of their home or, you know, maybe in, in buying their next house, but, but ultimately over the next 7, 10, 15, 20 years, 
have have a an actual value of that customer be maybe seven times that right seven transactions referrals and everything else like wouldn't it just make sense to know the answers to those obvious questions and have them down so cold have them so well scripted have them so so perfect that when I deliver them when I deliver them they have such a meaningful impact that when it gets brought up it's not like oh my god I'm handling an objection now but hey this is awesome this is the this is the next question people ask me right before they sign with me so I'm right on track this is great I want to make it be like this this beautiful dance I'm sorry for moving as I'm doing this but you know what I mean like that beautiful dance of the sales process um, so a couple things ready a couple things First, I did a Tom Ferry show on this, uh, this a while ago. Uh, Scott Compa, who may be watching right now, just was with him uh, recently. What up, Tommy Tool? You know what you say matters for sure. Tom Tool is an excellent, excellent salesperson, presenter, and negotiator. So is Mickey Glassman right there, baby. Good to, uh, good to see you live on this beautiful Sunday morning, Mickey. Um, so I did a show on this where I said, it doesn't make sense to me that if I'm going on an appointment, that I'm not going to prime, prime, like prime the pump, like prime that customer, uh, pre-frame that customer that I become the obvious choice, the no-brainer. So let's just talk about it high level really fast. So you get an appointment, what do you send that person? What do you send? So, you know, a lot of people, ooh, it's really coming down now, this is good, raining. Uh, a lot of people send pre-listing packages. I think that's cool. I'm, you know, we were talking about them in the uh, early 90s. Um, today though, this is totally hysterical, my roof is, leaking on my balcony. This is awesome. Um, today in 2016, what should that pre-listing package look like? I would say, Scotty Compa, here it is, baby. Ready? I would say that I would record a video, something like this. Hi, Tom and Kathy Ferry. Thank you so much for inviting me over to talk about uh, putting your home on the market and most importantly, marketing it in the most effective way possible to bring you as many offers as possible so you guys sell and have a seamless transition to your next, uh, your next location, right? While you're watching this video, notice in the email below, there are some links to uh, my track record. You can look at my marketing proposal. You can read some of the reviews of what other customers have said about us. And ultimately, you can see why we consistently sell our properties two times faster for 3% more than our competition. So please take the time to review that. I can't wait to see you Tuesday at 4 o'clock. You know, something very simple, easy. What up, Sharon? We were just together, buddy. Um, something simple and easy like that. And then in that email, what do you have? You have your Zillow review link. You have a proof of success marketing piece with your map of all the transactions you've done. Maybe even hyper-focused, listen to this, maybe even hyper-focused to the exact area or proximity where they are so they really see your dominance. And if you're the outside of the area, then you show your entire map so they see the scope of your marketing and the impact in your reach. Um, and then you put your marketing proposal inside there, maybe even put the contract in. The point is that I'm, I'm priming the customer. Now, if I send that video through BombBomb, I also know, did they watch it, <laughs> right? How many times did they watch it? Did they open it? All that kind of good stuff. So that's super important. Um, but let's go back to, to the scripts, right? So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and go through every one of the objection handlers with you. You can go to TomFerry.com and download those. You can go to Sales Edge with, you know, Coach Bill Pipes and you can, you know, role play and practice nonstop. The bottom line is this what you say matters and not only what you say how you say it matters right your tone your inflection but also your eyes right your eye contact with the customers your pace right there's so many variables right we, we all remember the old UCLA case study where they said 
um, when we break down communication in its raw form, there's basically three things that are happening. Three things are happening when you're watching this video. Three things are happening when you're presenting to a customer. 7% of your total communication are the words that you use. 7% of your words. 38% is your tone, how those words sound. And 55% is the way you move your body. And your body impacts your tone. Your body alters your tone. Upswings, like, you know, like, have you had any thoughts of selling? Upswing versus downswing. Have you guys had any thoughts of selling? And those little fundamental shifts in your ability to present will go a long way. Now, back to conversion. If there's only five, six, seven questions, do I want to be thinking about what to say? Do I want to be thinking about the 7%? Like, think about it. Like, if I'm, if I'm focusing on what to say, because I haven't taken the time to memorize, to practice, to rehearse, to internalize, to really make it mine, like to really own and have my personality shining bright, um, if I'm in that situation, doesn't that mean that I'm not focusing on the other 93% or worse, I'm not focusing on the client? Look, if you want to convert, you want to win, you want to gain more business, gain more trust, you got to spend all your energy on the customer, which means the 55%, the 38%, and the 7% got to be down cold. So my advice to everybody today is, you know, whether it's uh, sunny or snowing or raining or you got five open houses, you know, planned with you and your team or you're taking the day off, I would just challenge you to think about what are the four, five, six questions I get the most, right? Whether it's in the follow-up process, right? Hey, we want to think it over. We're not sure. We're still doing our research. Um, you know, we've got a friend in the business, you know, we made a promise to another agent, you know, whatever it is, like I would really be thinking, what are the four, five, six questions I get all the time? And then how do I come up with one or two or three ways to handle each one of them in a beautiful way, in a beautiful way. So, so in the moment of truth, when that line comes up or that question comes up or that concern comes up from the client, you know, I'm almost like this, like, oh, 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 oh I know the answer, bam. Right? And you, you don't bam them, you, you, know, you share the answer. You express that you understand their point of view, you understand their concern, and you're really glad that they brought that up. And here's some information in a close, right? Like that would be really powerful on all fronts, on lead follow-up, on you know, certainly presenting right, to a potential seller or a potential buyer. And at the end of the day, like that one thing will give you such an, like it'll give you a geometric increase in your results. We've watched people go from consistently taking, you know, 5% listings to taking 6.5% listings just because they took the time to really practice and rehearse their presentation at a level where they weren't reading it anymore. Like the transitions between, I'm going to do this, is this what you want? Cool, let's go to the next one. That transition becomes seamless, becomes beautiful, becomes effortless. Um, so I want to share that. I hope that, uh, I hope just on this Sunday morning, you can take the value of practice. I know for me, when I reflect back on practicing, I think of my old speech coach, uh, God bless him, rest in peace, Ron Arden. Uh, I remember the first time I hired Ron, 5,000 bucks for a three hour session. Um, you know, so five, 5,000 bucks is 5,000 bucks, right? But you know, this was like 1994, right? So five grand had a little more meaning for me in, you know, back then. So my mentor and good friend at the time, Brian Tracy, I saw Brian speak. And if you saw Brian speak in the late 80s or early 90s, he was very mechanical. And, you know, like, hello, my name is Brian Tracy. And then he turned to the left, right? Very mechanical. 
Well, I saw him speak and he was suddenly different. He was dancing, he was moving, he was energetic, he was telling stories, he became vulnerable, it wasn't so perfect. I loved it, it was like raw and real. And I ran up to him afterwards and I'm like, Brian, oh my God, like that was so great. Like, and he's like, oh, you like my content? I'm like, no, your content, your content. Like, ah, like how you were presenting was beautiful. Like your, your transitions, your style, your language, your tempo, your storytelling, it was beautiful. And I said, what did you, who did you hire? Like, what did you do? And he goes, oh, Ron Arden. Ron Arden. Wrote a book, by the way, with Brian Tracy called The Power of Charisma. You should check it out. Power of Charisma. Um, super great book. So I gave him five grand. He says, send me a video. Um, I sent him a video of me speaking. And then I, you know, drive down to San Diego. He lived half the time in, in Del Mar and half the time in um, um, South Africa. And so I'm there with him. I sit down and with this beautiful South African accent, which I'm not going to attempt to do. He's like, you know, like, Tom, I was watching your presentation. And he's like, I want you to consider when working with an audience. And he said something that I don't even want to repeat. It was so bad. He was like, you know, like you come at people too hard, too fast. Like, you know, you've got to. You've got to nurture, you've got to have this seamless transition between one point to the next. You've got to become a better storyteller. Like basically he completely deflated any ounce of an ego I had. And that began the rebuilding process, the practice process. I went on for the next you know, four or five years, video recording every one of my talks and studying it afterwards, looking for the mistakes, looking for the subtle little differences, looking for was I connecting with people was I there with them? Was I looking at you know, the entire audience in the entire room? Just like you, if you make the mistake of like presenting to just Mrs. Seller or just Mr. Seller, right? Versus sharing of yourself. He gave me all these wonderful little strategies that really altered who I was as a presenter. But it started with video recording and watching. When was the last time you video recorded your listing presentation? When was the last time you you video recorded your listing presentation and then watched it to really observe and see how are you coming across for people? Like, how are you delivering? Um, is your message right? Are you on point? Are there some ums and ers and uhs and uh, like irritating speech habits? Or are you comfortable pausing? Like, just these little things that will absolutely show up when you videotape yourself. I strongly, 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 strongly recommend it. What up, Andy Stavros? Great job on the panel. Uh, Willie, what's, <laughs> so, so William Tong asks, what's good for hangovers? Uh, drinking less the night before, my friend. That would be my answer. I like that question though. All right, so that's it. That's what I wanted to share. I guess the overall message is what you say matters. And conversion at the end of the day, like I was thinking about a uh, conversation with the CEO of Zillow who he said basically, Tom, look, the average uh, real estate agent will convert three to five um, Zillow leads out of a hundred. The average Tom Ferry client is doing double that, double that. Why? You know, proximity is powerful when you spend time with people that are into conversion, into knowing what to say, um, taking advantage of uh, the dialogues, um, you know, really caring for the customer, getting outside of yourself, practicing all that stuff, going to sales edge, whatever it may be. Um, that's the game changer, right? That's the game changer. So think about it for you. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Right? I mean, generating leads is easy. Generating inquiries is simple. It's super low cost. All the money and all the value is in getting the yes, getting them to sign with you, serving the customer, 
um, satisfying their needs, selling the house, getting them top dollar, like doing a fabulous job, right? That's what it's all about. So, you know, are you going to practice? Are you going to identify the four, five, six objections you get the most? Are you going to identify the two, three concerns that every new lead has, that every, uh, every customer has, and ask yourself, how could I prime them? How could I answer their concerns and build trust and build rapport naturally and automatically to cause them to be a yes? And, and you've got the assets, my friends. If you've been hanging out with me, you've got, you know, you've got your track record, you've got your proof of success, you've got... Uh, your stats, right? Your degrees of separation between you and the competition, your list price, their list price, your sales price, their sales price, their time on market, your time on market. You know, you got all the reviews, you got all the assets. I just, I just wonder, are you using them? Are you using them? Like, how can we, how can we shatter conversion and get away from as extraordinary as it is, my friends, the sort of Tom Ferry client numbers of, you know, eight or 10 out of a hundred, um, you know, like cold leads, online leads, and get somewhere in the 25 or 30% range. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I think it's absolutely available. If we know what to say, we know what to do, we think of the customer, and we create natural situations where we're giving them what they want to make better decisions, right? To make better, more informed decisions, to make buying from you easier. That's the message of the day. Happy Sunday. Take care, everybody.